tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I'm not really quite sure why we have this song tonight, but I was overruled. Here we are at AfterBuzz, another recap for State of Affairs, Episode 3, Half the Sky. I'm your host, Steph Z, and tonight on the panel we have... I'm Kevin John, and um, I'm, I'm happy to be up here with you guys filling in. Thanks for having me. All right. <laughs> I'm Julian Dujeric. Welcome back, and I'm English Cleveland, as always. All right, all right, all right. Another Is episode. Is that a Matthew McConaughey? Uh, it, it didn't mean to be. It, it kind of right, went right. there, but I, I it was no. There was no forethought. Um, <laughs> all right. So, what do you guys think? I know there's a couple of you guys that are on the fence about this show. I'm I'm really liking it. What's a little overall like, Kevin? Like for you, what's what's your first? Could you let go, Catherine Heigl being Izzy Stevens? Like, did you let it go? That was one of his comments. Like Adina Mazel, I let it go. See, <laughs> all right, but, but so, I feel like she's good in this. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. She was, she, she. First of all, she was very, very believing, uh, believable. Excuse me. I think her act, acting chops were spot on, accurate, authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed it because you know, I guess for those who are not watching, this is my first time watching uh, State of Affairs, so I was kind of getting caught up on this one episode. But yeah, you know, I can definitely see myself watching this show again in the yeah. future. Really, really are you impressive. guys still uh, on the fence, or what are you, what are you feeling over there, Jillian? In I will say, you know, I there the, there are parts of this show that I absolutely love. The fact that they just like it's just go 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 from the beginning, like it catch catches your attention right off the bat. I love, but then I don't know. There's just, there's just there are certain things, and I guess that plot wise, I I I, I want to know everything that's happening right away, and there's so many unanswered questions, and it's I feel like there's just a lot to be answered. So I'm just I'm interested. I'm not going to say that I'm. I haven't been sold on it. I'm just interested in seeing where things go. That's what I'll say. All right, all right. You're I right. have a small pro- or a large problem with the cohesiveness of the show. I feel like we have one storyline, which is Fada, which obviously is going to carry through the whole season. But then there's these other storylines that they throw in in the midst of us getting some more information on Fada. So it's a little bit of confusion. I don't I just feel like it's a lot of confusion and you can't like keep up with it because you're thinking okay last week this happened and then this week it's like a whole new story but then we see Fada and how they introduce him each time is like really strange to me there are a lot of plot branches within this procedural right because that's that's what it is well that's what I'm getting because this episode had it kind of it was pulled from the headlines a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's my only. See, I that's my actually only thing. think that they're dropping more and more seeds for us. I think that we're finding out more and more stuff. Like, for example, this week's Fada whole thing. Like, we see the relation. We see the start of the relationship between Charleston and Nick. We see mm-hmm. that clearly something has happened. Uh, and okay. now yeah, you know something. There's to, some interest. Yeah, like some interesting things there. Something has happened. 
in that interrogation Mm -hmm. when you know what I mean like we see Nick and Charleston get introduced on the boat she's clearly there to see the interrogation of Fada we see that she hesitates and thinks that Nick is being too rough and that causes this you know this friction friction yes friction between the two of them and clearly their relationship at some point turns sexual so where does that all fall in like and I feel like Something is going to happen where she's going to intervene, and that's when they're going to get Fada to kind of be on their side and make a plan, which then will go back to Aaron getting shot and Fada taking Charlie away to make sure that, you know, Charlie was okay. So I feel like they're dropping it. The only thing I'm having a problem with is that they did the crime together, or they, they are the only two people within the secret society of Fada. Why wouldn't they speak before? Like, this is our plan. We're going to go in. We're going to get on this boat. We're going to talk to him about this and that. But it's like you guys are arguing in front of Fada makes you seem very weak because you guys aren't in together with knowing what you're going in, what information you're going to dig out of him. Well, see, I think that's just to cause the friction between the two of them and to see how their relationship starts. And I think that we're going to see more interrogation with Fada and that something is going to be revealed there. And then they're going to, you know, come together as one to see the greater plan at large. I feel like we're almost there. You yeah. know what I mean? I like, just yeah. found it very strange how... It was like, okay, everything's about these girls. And the next thing we see is Nick and Charlie on a boat and then Fada. I'm like, wait, I, I just, I guess I wasn't yeah. prepared for it. And I, I guess because they are keeping him along every episode, but just giving us, like you said, little hints and stuff yeah. like that. Well, I was thinking maybe, maybe that was foreshadowing of uh, something to come. Also, uh, was Fada, is, he was involved with the disappearance or allegedly involved with the murder of Aaron? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. And then so, there was a picture that Fada, that somehow is getting to Charleston's phone of Nick, Charleston, and Fada. So that's the picture that they're talking about when we see her in the car. Um, and they're the actually end. on the boat. Yeah. And they're like Nick and Charleston are on each side of Fada, like carrying him into this like maybe re-releasing him maybe that wasn't supposed to happen maybe no one even knows that that thing on the boat happened you know what i mean like there's so much that's kind of up in the air which but that wasn't a flashback that was current the boat thing yeah no that was a flashback uh, no, you, they're was, looking for him. So how could it be? Yeah, her, right? yeah it was, it was a flashback. Ago. It was yeah. a flashback to the first time Charleston and Nick met. So it's establishing their relationship. Maybe that's oh, what you missed. That's yeah. why I was like, sense. okay, I'm super confused. Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah. is this like now all of a sudden like they're showing? Five no, years. because so it did say five years ago. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're just establishing that relationship. So that's right. now it might all fall a little yeah, bit more no, together. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the right. show. <laughs> Quit texting while we watch. Whoop. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay, so let's go back to the situation at hand. And I do feel that it's a little bit early in this series that we don't, like, we have, there's always some current events topic going on. There's this Fada story going on. There's this Aaron story going on. So there's parallels that happen in each episode, but it's not quite yet this, like determine on how that happens so we can't really see it like a lot of shows have like one case like uh, simultaneous cases going on and you know that that's going to happen you know like you know there's a death over here you know there's like a lot of procedurals kind of follow the same format and i feel like the format hasn't been 
said in a way where we're like, this is going to happen. It's a little confusing. It's a little early. Yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah, early to determine see. really what what the draw, and not the draw, but what what the the um, the constant in this right. is. You know, you yeah. can have you can have a show that has many different variables, but like, what's the one thing that we know we can come back to every single week? Um, right. and, and branch off of. And they keep inviting new characters every week. And, mm-hmm. and the cast is already super large. And we have this yeah. person, this person. So then it's like, okay, well, what does this person do? What is this person? So now yeah. he's new. What happened to the old guy? He got fired. What happened? Like, it's just very, like, like I said in the beginning, the cohesiveness of it, it kind of just seems all over the place. And for mm-hmm. us just to kind of pick up the pieces and figure out where they live which could be on purpose i mean there could be there they just could have a show that uh, that has many plot branches and each one of those branches is rich in their own way in its own way um that's the thing like i'm i'm very um i'm very very eager to see where that goes and i i guess that's just a testament to some of the shows that i've been watching where it's like we know everything that's happening right away and this this is a little different they they're mm. they're kind of they're see, I they're really reaching. enjoy that i enjoy okay. the like the curious Georgeness in me comes out like, "Ooh, is this gonna happen?" Ooh, like, I like, I like when we don't have all the information, and I, I want to believe that it's on purpose. I've been but spoiled, again, Steph. I've been spoiled. I know, yeah. I <laughs> um, okay, well, let's bring it back. We okay. we like that every episode, some of the structure, every episode has started with this super intense beginning, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, yes, this is intense. What happens as a takeover? I feel like it was a little bit less intense. Than the yeah. other two um, beginnings. This was pretty dang intense for me. Right, but you didn't <laughs> see the God. other ones. Like, the, other the other ones were on was, another level, dude. Yeah, I, it was. Yeah, it was, I think crazy. it was intense too. What, I mean, did somebody the girl get blown up. Or yeah, yeah. I think it was intense through throughout. I think the first two episodes, you get that that power that really like that that kind of like intensity at the very beginning, and Super it kind of intense. draws out. Um, through uh, it, it kind of dies down throughout the episode, or not dies down, but it gets less and less intense throughout the episode. But this one had pockets of intensity throughout the episode, yeah. so I think I they sustained the yeah. intensity throughout and it, I think, which is just different from the other one. Yeah, and I yeah. think with us, like we, I, because it is girls, and it's they're trying to like warm our hearts up. We see these girls; they're laughing, they're playing on the bus, and then it's like boom, they're yeah. getting hijacked. Instead of it starting just like them hijacking these girls, we're like, okay, who are these girls? They, we don't know where they're coming from. We don't know anything about them. So I think he kind of had to gradually grab us mm-hmm. in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I agree. We also um so so that has you know this whole story and we were talking earlier how these stories kind of are coinciding with things that have been happening. Like it's not the exact story that's been happening in mm-hmm. the world, but it's mm-hmm. you know it touches on things that have happened in the world. And I I believe we all like that. I like that yeah. there's. Yeah, I mean, it, it brings it brings a lot of truth and authentic, authenticity to it because, you know, these are real-life situations right. that our government has to deal with. Or mm-hmm. should I say our, uh, you know, yeah, exactly, our, <laughs> our commander-in-chief has to deal with. So, you know, I think when you display, um, you know, uh, or, or, or the, the plot line is reflective of something that is actually 
um, transpired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it makes it it makes it all the more interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting know? dynamic. Another interesting dynamic for me was uh, Marshall was the yes, president's husband. I was husband? just gonna go there. That's oh, okay, so, funny. so so I, I, I know just, you love that scene with I, Marshall. Oh, and, well, actually, I really did because <laughs> I think uh, I think it's interesting <laughs> to see how those kinds of uh, the, the like those kinds of situations um, affect the the first family, and it was a kind of a little bit of a glimpse into. You know how how that kind of affects the first family. I, I I thought that was rather interesting. I don't know if anybody else caught that I thought, when he came when Marshall you know came into the Oval Office and yeah I, did what he did. I or said I think what he we said. all you know in a way think that there might be a tad bit of overacting in some of these scenes, and I think that's just people getting comfortable with their characters, mm-hmm. us seeing new characters. But like you were just saying, that this show poses these situations where the president has to make these hard decisions. I mean, what harder decision is there to make than to not put the number one priority going after the people that killed your son and I can understand both sides of it like I understand Marshall as being the first man or whatever you would say first Uh, gentleman first gentleman is that what it's called (laughs) I don't know there's never Um, been a woman president I can understand him you know being like this is a priority this is our priority we have to figure out who you know has killed our son Mm. but I also respect the president in a way of being like you know in a way she's kind of being like well he's dead already yeah so there you know what i mean like this isn't the first priority because i've got these other children women Mm -hmm. girls that are not dead and if i don't act on this they could be dead too so having to juggle that i think is well i think i think as, as president obviously you have to first of all you have to put other issues and needs before your own and i think it was just very uh selfless of her to um You know, to, to to continue on because, like like you said, I mean, this was an actual current thing that was taking place. And had they not acted within twenty four hours, forty eight hours, what have you, then you have no idea what would have ended up happening to these girls. So it yeah. was a, it was a state of urgency, I guess you can say. And right. I understand Marshall's. You know, I, I understand him getting you know upset and worked up over that because, yeah, I mean, if that was anybody's son, you would want to seek justice or determine what mm-hmm. you know what happened, but. At the point in time, you know, she had to handle whatever was priority on her agenda, whatever mm-hmm. she had to get done. And unfortunately, her son or uh, Aaron was not at the top of that. So. It speaks yeah. to her objectivity. Uh, it speaks to her uh, judgment. And it speaks to her strength as a president, I think. Yeah. Right. Well, it just it's good to see the roles kind of reverse because usually we see a man and him telling his wife, like, it'll be like, yeah. you know, we'll figure it out later kind of situation. I have enough on my plate. But then we see an emotional man who's not the president he's actually the first man Man. and he's and he's like bring he's never came into the the oval office and she's like what are you doing here and now he's like raising a fuss over this one single situation that he always obviously every time they show his character he's always talking about his son Mm -hmm. and he's super emotional about it usually that's the woman's role Mm -hmm. to be emotional emotional now is that their only child yeah, I guess. They haven't showed so. anyone yeah, else. They haven't showed anyone else, yeah. so we can assume that no, that's no, been revealed. Well, it yeah. is, It is. you know, uh, to attribute to that even more, POTUS says we hear her say, you know, the hardest thing about having power is not being able to use it. And I feel like that's a great example. You know, she has all this power to so many people. She has all this power, but she can't even use it to figure out that, 
you know, what happened to her son. And there also is well, the flip side of that coin, though, that maybe she knows more than she's leading on about Aaron's death because we still don't know what happened. And you think the president knows more? I mean, who she knows? Was there. Charlie, she was she, there. Charlie was there. Charlie's safe. She's safe. The son's not. I mean, like, that would explain still... their close relationship and how... How uh, Charlie has a little bit more access and can be a, like, as she said in the episode, a bit shorthanded with the president and uh, be a bit more casual. So that could explain they may have something. They may both of them may know something, right? And I'm not saying the president like you know directed for her son to be killed or anything like that, but I'm saying she might through things that Charlie has told her before after that she might have a little bit more insight that maybe she doesn't want Marshall to know because Marshall would not be able to understand mm. like we see in this situation he can't understand what her job entails mm. so to speak oh, I think you're right right Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's move on. Uh, I kind of want to talk a little bit more about Charlie and Nick's relationship that yes. we're seeing. Um, we see let's. that Nick's kind of following Charlie. I feel like they're in this situation where they both don't know exactly what to make of each other. So, And we're figuring out more and more of what happened, what got them there. But we see Nick follow Charlie to the coffee shop. Then we see Charlie take Nick's phone. Um, And, you know, we find out later in the episode that there's nothing on it that's suspicious. So do we... Not yet. Yeah. Do we think (laughs) that Nick is legit? Do we think that Nick... Like, what do we think of Nick? What do you guys think of Nick? I think Nick is just as sketchy as Charlie. I don't... I still don't trust Charlie. Maybe that's what I'm like. Why is the protagonist someone I do not trust? I just don't... I don't know. I don't trust them together. Politics, man. I don't trust them (laughs) apart. I don't trust them at all either one of them do you trust potus i trust potus but i don't trust charlie i don't know there's just something about there's something about uh charlie that i don't i'm not feeling i agree with you i don't think charlie even knows who charlie is and i think maybe with her issues that she has going on like personal life like how we always see her going out getting drunk wanting to hook up with guys and then like in the morning, she puts on a face and, like, goes in front of the president. She has a lot of secrets that we find out, like, through each episode that we're like, what the heck? Like, so you're on... Obviously, she's playing for the other team, and she's playing She's playing for both sides. Right. And yeah. we see that clear as day. I think with Nick, it's a love triangle, so there's a lot of, like, lust involved. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. like... Um, feelings, but then he's super smart and she can depend on him. So, like, she needs him. But I don't trust either. I mean, obviously, we can both all say that we can't trust Charlie because she's hiding Fada and she knows about where Fada's at and she's telling the president that she doesn't. Right. And Nick knows as well. And how does he get in everywhere? Like, he's not part of the yeah. government. He's on their floor, like in their offices like how did you get up here yeah well i feel like we're gonna learn more and more about nick and i feel like this older man who all i can think of is sid Sid, that's his name from sex in the city City. (laughs) he he also says that nick is kind of clean like he might be like him 
So I feel like, I don't know, are they just, you know, assets? Does that- he say that Nick's clean? No, he started- said Nick is dirty. He's, I think he, he, he was suggesting that Nick is dirty, that just because he didn't find something on his phone doesn't mean that there should be this because look of he- relief on her face, right? I think that, or did I, I misinterpret no, that? No, because he said, he said he couldn't find anything dirty about no, the but picture. No, but he says but he that thinks- she needs to be careful with Nick because if Nick could call the shots, this, like, the people that he knows in yeah. this place are really, like, deep dark and black so if he knows those type of people and they both know those type of people then he knows nick is, is up to no good dirty 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 dog yeah hmm. or maybe he isn't i don't know i don't know obviously, it's giving me nick, it's like car palpitations i, mean, I don't know nick is not See? a good person that's why you're gonna come back next I week will. they have you right where they want you <laughs> obviously nick is not good because him and charlie both let fada go which they said so. yeah I well that we don't know. We I don't, don't know. What, what do they? What do Nick and Charlie have to gain by um, hiding Fada's whereabouts or the fact that they've had? That's, that's the question. We don't know. Well, because, we're not even sure what their involvement together is. Like how? Well, we have an idea, but we're not really sure why. The weird thing is, they're is together. That the, why they're the, co- the first episode? How it opens? Just a little flashback for him, since he can kind of understand. Right. Is you. They are in a Middle Eastern country. There's, yeah, Afghanistan. There's the president. There's her son. There's Charlie and some other guy in the car. There's like an explosion. And then like there's a lot of fire. And then we see, um, Aaron holding a gun, right? And he's pointing it. And we just see, like he's pointing it basically to the screen. Mm -hmm. We don't know who he's shooting, but we see then we see another scene where Charlie and Fada are like, like Charlie is being, or Fada's being, Charlie's being dragged by Fada or something like that. Like he's trying to rescue her or something like that, right? He's saying, Charlie, are you okay? Charlie, so are you it's, okay? It's clear so then that it's they like, have a relationship. And it's like, then that's it. That's well, all but we that's got. that's what I feel like they're trying to hide. Like they're trying to hide. Now that the president's son has been killed, they're trying to hide that they had a relationship with Fada before this. Like they well, say that yeah. Fada was one well, of Charlie's they, assets. Well, and if it was five years, if it was five years ago, then obviously they've known him for a while because the president's son's only been dead for a year. Right. So what have they? What other information have they been gaining from Fada? What other operations have they been doing knowing yeah. Fada? What so they're else lying. have that been yeah. going on? So, yeah. so are you are you saying that it's it's potentially? Charlie uh, can be behind Aaron's death. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she was there when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I guess the the flashback showed that I guess her and Father were in an alliance of some sort or whatnot. If they're helping each other out, I don't know. Well, we're, we're not really sure what their involvement is. Right. We're not sure this how Charlie scandalous. Yeah, well, yeah. They, welcome. And the president, the <laughs> right. president keeps saying to her because their main focus is always to find Fada. She knows where Fada's at, but the president keeps asking her, "Hey, any word on Fada? Any word on like these?" And she's like, so "No, but we're still working on it." Right. And then she made a promise to the president on her son's memorial or birthday or something last week saying I promise I will get him we will catch him basically so my question is this if Charlie clearly is the all resourceful get down to the bottom of the barrel any find a refinery near the village clearly at least from this episode it shows that she's you know that that she um is very tenacious in doing yeah. what she how does um Nick? How does no not Nick um uh Potus uh-huh. 
I don't understand how POTUS doesn't spark a little bit of suspicion in her. She will later. That, you she know, will later. And yeah, we, we do, see, we do see some future scenes yeah. that she said to sense, follow her. In the same sense, we see in this episode, we'll go now to, you know, the relationship with the, when you, we see the two presidents shooting guns together, when we see that <laughs> Charlie has this information for POTUS and the first time she talks to her, she kind of, POTUS is kind of like, do I want to hear this? And then Charlie says no, so she doesn't hear it. And then it gets to the point, like she literally, the president literally tells Charlie it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Mm-hmm. So that's, again, just dropping a little seed that was there something that Charlie wanted to tell POTUS and she couldn't with Fada? No, like, she- was there something... Did this happen before? Like, has it happened before that Charlie wants to tell the president something? The president's like, it's better if I don't know. Just go do what you need to do. Because that's pretty much what she said about but finding she was, where but these she girls was, are. Because she was going to let her know her information that she had with Nick having people that can go in there. And I think the president's like, I don't want to hear What do you mean it. by that? I'm confused. Because I remember when she went to Nick and she asked him... Um, do you know anybody over in this place? Do you know right. anyone that can help us? But, and he said yes. I think she was going to go deliver to the president. I have someone can, that can go in there. There'll be no U.S. boots, like she said, on the land. Da, da, da. And the president's like, I don't want to hear anything. Basically, just go head on and do it and ask for forgiveness later. Okay. Yeah, but that was step one. Step two, she actually told the president. And then we see the president with the, with the, uh, what was his name? Chai Chung Yang, whatever. How do you, I don't know how to say it. it Chu. Was, Chu. Yeah, we see, um, <laughs> we see her with President Chu when she says, where's the oil refineries? And she tries to make a play on him. So at that point, she, I believe she knows the information. Well, she always knew it. She just didn't want to hear her say it, I feel like. I call him Pork, by the way. President of the Republic of China. Just. Pork. Oh, <laughs> thanks for and that. They love pork. Yeah. Thank you, for the you are so funny. But yeah, so all, all, all I'm you know touching on, which I think is a very common thread here, mm-hmm. is that the communication between Charlie and POTUS is a manipulative one. It's kind of like yeah, you say sure. what you need to say in yeah. order to get something done. Yeah. Charlie kind of always has a play on what's going to happen. She wants these girls rescues. Then she pulls the president's, um, you know, heartstrings and shows pictures of the, you know, bodies they found that have been dead for a month beforehand. And, and Charlie briefed the president on that and the president didn't act on that. So she's clearly trying to be like, look, we messed up once. Let's do this now. Mm-hmm. I know a way that it's not going to leave, you know, our dirty fingerprints on it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of shade going on. And I feel like that's part of it. But who's to say that POTUS may not already be on to Charlie Shade. She is. And she is. is already, you know, maybe one-upping her, you know, because it appears to us, the viewers, that, you know, Charlie may be the one that's manipulating POTUS, but who's not to say that POTUS already, you know, knows what's going on through Charlie's head? Well, well POTUS, sorry, well, POTUS also, just to your point, POTUS uh, says to Charlie at one point in this episode, um, are you trying to influence me? So the fact that she even has to ask that question means that she knows that something's up okay. that she's kind of she, a there's a potential that. for her to be played and she doesn't want to be played POTUS I mean yeah no one wants to be played like the Jets but anyways another show a different show but but no I, I, I do hear you on that obviously yeah. when she says are you trying to influence me or whatnot that's her identifying yeah that I think something so. fishy is going on right um so yeah so those are kind of the big, you know, relationships that are going on. We do have some, you know, scenes with these girls and the girls trying to break free 
And again, I feel like some of some of these scenes, and I feel like we all agree on this, and we don't want to bash the show because we really love the show. We're super but, fans. But but sometimes it's like when the one girl escapes and she's walking right behind the other, the soldier, or like the non-soldier guy, but the guy, you know, when it's she unrealistic. gets unrealistic. It's just so much unrealistic <laughs> that yeah, she's walking through like a leafy forest with yeah. like a big cape on, and it's like. But you know what though? You have to suspend a little bit of dis- disbelief in that regard, though. I mean, it, yes, it is. It, it, that is something that w- probably wouldn't happen in real life, or it'd be tough for that to occur. But you know, it's a TV well, show. I'm just saying it could have yeah. been a little bit better. The escape and how exactly. she got caught—it right. could have been a little bit more suspenseful, believable. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. But yeah, no, I, and I, I think honestly, the reason why they did that is because they did want to portray um, an accuracy to that event mm-hmm. where um, when the girls I from Nigeria agree. really okay. were abducted, there yeah. were like 50 plus that did escape. So maybe they were trying to show that, but they just did a horrible job of well, trying to also, convey I that. Think, I think they also, you know, to add to your point, wanted to convey the timeline. Because once she got caught the next day, the the leader of, you know, the, the people that captured them was uh, like, tomorrow night. Us. Yeah. No. Tomorrow night, you're going to be my wife. So it gave yeah. us that mm-hmm. like, oh, she better, they better get, yeah. you know. Yeah. Which I appreciated before tomorrow night, because then that's going to be crazy. Mm, so I feel like all that kind of played into it, you know, each other a little bit. I agree. I agree. Um, and it it added a it definitely added a, a great dynamic to that as well. Um, I think um, I like that I, I like that they got rescued. It's a nice little happy ending. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if you think about it, the last two, the first two episodes. It was a fail. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of disastrous. Yeah, yeah it was so. nothing. They didn't win on anything. So this episode, I feel like they had to win because yeah. we would have been like, "You guys keep losing. Like, what are you doing?" Especially right. since the last. Ending. Yeah, especially since the last. Uh, the last group of they were in, the last group of girls um, died. Right? They were they were killed. And they were, like this was the photo that she she. Yeah, that Charlie the ones sent that they to. didn't go after. Yeah, right, so it's yeah. like it's good that they kind of redeemed themselves in that regard and and save these girls. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's I, I like that. Yeah, and I like um like I said, I'm a big fan of this show. I think this show has legs. I think that it's keeping us asking questions. It's going to keep the viewers coming back. It's thought provoking. It is. I think Katherine Heigl is amazing. I really do. Like, not you know, I get it. Maybe she's not like the best actress ever on television, but what she's done to break herself from her previous roles, yeah. I think, is really, really she's done well. And I've said this before. I think that it's hard when you are on a show for so long to break. Even 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 if you've you haven't been on that show for a period of time, it's hard to break away from that kind of mold. Stigma, like yeah. she's she to me does not look anything or sound anything like Izzy Stevens, and I love that. I love that I didn't from the beginning, from the very first episode. Like I didn't see, I didn't see you know Gray's Anatomy in any of that. Like she is a completely different person, and I I that's a credit to her acting. I think. Yeah, um, I appreciate that very much. Yeah, I never saw uh, Gray's Gray's Anatomy, yeah. so I didn't know her from there. But I, I I did see her in you know a few of the movies that she's done, mm-hmm. um, and I, I definitely will say it is night and day between the characters that I saw her in the movies and with yeah. this one. So, yeah, well, I mean, she has this character, Charlie. There are a lot more. There's a, a lot more. Uh, there are layers to this character. Some of them are Correct. a little rotten. Yeah. <laughs> are a little well, but I think it's fairly played. I think yeah. that it, it is a it's a fair representation of someone that is so wound up mm. 
at work that you know that there is no balance. She's lacking balance yeah. in her life right now. Um, the one other thing that I wanted to touch on was back to the scene of Marshall and POTUS when they were talking about Aaron's death. What he kept saying, which was interesting for me, was that what does Aaron's death ha- death have to do with national security? So him oh, saying yeah. that and her bringing that up again just kind of adds more fuel to the fire that there's some underlying like Fada being an asset or there's something else yeah. going on there well, that we well, don't Aaron know. Well, Aaron worked for the White House. Right. So, I mean, and they were in a foreign country when he got killed. So it has everything to do with national security. Right. But I feel like that, and again, I could be wrong, but I feel like they're dropping a seed for a bigger breach of national security, like a mole, like this, like all those side things that are happening. I feel like him saying that is, again, just putting it as like someone to their family, like bringing in the emotional father in law to be of Charlie and national security like it's all going to tie back to he's going to be like how did Charlie let this happen well obviously his role that scene was very significant right and there's no way there's no reason why he came in there asking for that he's doing that for a reason he probably feels like something's not right I'm going to try to take these matters into my own hands and I'm going to figure it out and little by little you you go find your girls and I'm going to do what I need to do behind the scenes because what's most important to him you know it's not to say he doesn't care about these young girls, but his his main priority like he said before at dinner is why his son was killed Right. So. Right. Um, all right. Is there anything else that stood out for you guys in the episode? Or should we move on to some predictions? Predictions. For- um, oh. Yeah. I, uh, what's his, I forgot his character name, man, but he was suffering from an excessive use of eyeliner. Um, <laughs> oh, the director. What's his name? The CIA director. CIA. Oh, Guy my liner. goodness. Yeah. Man, <laughs> it, it, it was his, pretty it terrible. Was, <laughs> it was the most it was freaking a lot. conspicuous eyeliner I've ever seen in my life. Like, That's I think, funny. I don't know what he was going It kind of reminded you of Charlie Chaplin back yes, in those black yeah, yeah, things yeah. where it just... Yeah. <laughs> It's a little distracting to say the least. <laughs> Anyways, especially I just want to point that out. Room. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on to some predictions. No I don't want to go first. I'm I've been reading like, I've, well, I've been reading on Twitter. That's what I've been doing is reading like some of the people's like comments and stuff like on Twitter to see what they say. And everyone's talking about the gun. Boom, boom, boom. The gun that um, Nick has yes. in the last scene. Oh, yeah. And um, I don't know. I feel like he's out to kill. I think he knows Sid and Charlie. Like, I think I think maybe because Sid is, like, trying to influence Charlie so much. Like, you need to stop dealing with Nick. You need to stop dealing with Nick. Nick always follows Charlie. How is he never seeing that she's with Sid? So, I think he's out to hurt Sid because Sid is about to find out some business on Nick. Interesting. Boom, mm. boom, There boom. was a very intense scene mm-hmm. with Nick just kind of sitting there holding a gun at the mm-hmm. end. A gun that he clearly didn't want to put fingerprints on because it was in some cloth. Right, a shirt. So, I don't know. Did, was it his gun? Did he? Was that the gun he took from Charlie's? Who mm. knows? I don't know. But, I mean, there's a lot of good <laughs> reviews on on Twitter. A lot of people are enjoying the show. They they love the writing. They love the directing. So 
Great. We'll still be on. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of reviews, make sure you go to this show on iTunes. Review it. Give us five stars <laughs> yes. because we all enjoy five yes. stars. Yes, we, we like do. your comments on YouTube. We yes. like to read. Yeah. We want your questions. Even your negative comments. We love those as well. <laughs> and we <laughs> will comments. comment back. Amen. There you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, what about your predictions, Jillian? I have one. I have one prediction. I think, oh, man, I, I just, I think Charlie's a bad, bad, bad girl. And in a bad way, not in a good way. Uh, she's in a seductive kind of way. No, like, not at like all. You're saying like she needs a spanking. She's yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, she may need a spanking and she may need, she may need some jail time. I don't, I don't trust her. I don't like that she has, all, there's all of these like, I know that, you know, there are secrets and mm. everybody, everyone has secrets. I just, I don't like that, that she has secrets. Like she's not supposed to have those kinds of secrets. Not when you're, Mother-in-law or your future mother-in-law, or what oh, would have been your future? Oh, they're all dirty. Ah, she's just too you're dirty. Right. She's a dirty dog. Dirty. Just like how I don't Sid, know. Just like how Sid said, like if that picture comes out, the president's coming down and you're coming down with her. Yeah, like that'll ruin the know. career. Ruin right. and even that everything. the president's coming down. Why yeah. is the president coming down if there's a picture? Because of the it's two a of briefing. It's a briefing. She's her close. Everyone knows. At the very least, she's, it's because sorry, sorry, no, I'm sorry to interrupt. At the very least, it's because she has such a close relationship. Yeah, with at the Charlie. very least, at the very least, there's right. more there than could, the very yeah, least. Yeah, that's true. So that's my prediction. And I she's think. calling her while she's in her bed with her pajamas in her man sitting that girl. I didn't caught them. Right. <laughs> Thank true. you. That's true. Bye. So that's my prediction. I yeah. think Charlie's got. There's going to be something explosive that, like a development that really paints Charlie in a really bad light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kevin? Any uh, predictions? You know, I, I think my prediction is I think Charlie is going to hook up with the barista, also the bartender. <laughs> oh. the other, did you guys? Did you guys see that eye that they gave yeah. each other? In I there? think that's a safe prediction. Yeah, I think they are hooking up. They're going to do a wild monkey dance. Love monkey dance. They're going to wild monkey dance it out. Out, yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, my prediction is that we are going to be here next Monday <laughs> to recap another episode of State of Affairs. Thank you guys so much for watching. Again, go iTunes, YouTube, rate us, comment, give us a bunch of likes, let us know what you're thinking. Um, tell us where the people can find you, English. You can find me on Instagram at Pink English as well as on Twitter, English Speaks. You can find me uh, at Julian Dujeric. On Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Google Plus. I still have a MySpace. Hello. I'm really hard to find, you guys. Uh. Yeah, clearly. Um, well, I'm not hard to find. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyKevinJohn or my website, www.itskevinjohn.com, or I'm going to take it back further than MySpace. You can find me on Black Planet. Holla at your boy. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to go there. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph Z with an F. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night, and we will see you next week. Yay. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.